International Baptist College is a dynamic ministry of Tri-City Baptist Church in Chandler. IBC offers three Bachelor of Arts degrees and four graduate degrees. The professors at IBC desire to teach students how to think, live, and lead from a conservative biblical worldview. Whether you are pursuing a degree or laying a biblical foundation for your life, IBC will mentor you into ministry. Please check out our website at ibconline.edu or call 1-800-IBC-4858 for more information. God doesn't owe us anything. This is, this is one of the concerns that people have. Well, I, you know, there are people that die and go to hell. That's what we deserve. We don't deserve heaven. We don't deserve uh, existence. We don't deserve anything. Celeste Montague. Welcome to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona, featuring the teaching of senior pastor Dr. Kevin Shaw. Dare to Stand is on the radio to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to all who will listen, to carefully teach the truth of God's Word, and to encourage a healthy lifestyle of worshiping and honoring God. For more details about Dare to Stand or the ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church, please visit www.daretostand.org or call the church at 623-581-3115. You can receive a free MP3 copy of today's message or the entire series in MP3 format for a small fee by contacting the church. Today we continue our study with Dr. Shaw on the subject of worship. The Lord has much to say throughout the Bible about how we are to worship Him with our hearts, not just our outward ceremonies, by remembering what He has done for us, by listening to what He says, and by receiving His mercy with gratitude and thanksgiving. Today, Dr. Shaw brings us part one of a message titled, Jesus on Gratitude, as we study an encounter that Jesus had with 10 leprous men in Luke chapter 17. Here's our teacher. Luke chapter 17, we'll begin reading in verse 10, a very familiar story, but I don't think it's one that I have ever preached on before in almost 30 years of ministry. I don't think I've ever preached on this particular one. I was looking back through and actually we'll start in verse 11. Luke chapter 17, beginning in verse 11, and it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, so he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And, lifted up, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. And with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, We're not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. By the way, the word stranger there is foreigner. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. 
thy faith hath made thee whole. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you will bless us as we look at the simple message of this passage of Scripture. Touch our hearts, open our minds and lives to be thankful. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. My wife and I had a chance to uh, travel back to New York just a few weeks ago. And we were in the, uh, the, not just in New York City, but we were out in the countryside. And it was like that we were at a, I was preaching at a camp that's right in the corner of New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and New York. So it's, I mean, the, the camp itself actually borders on the corners of those th- three states. The one, the western boundary is the Delaware River there. And um, so as we were at, the, at this camp, I t- took some pictures because, you know, we're Arizonans. And one of the things that we don't get here in Arizona, well, we get lots of things. One of the things that we don't get is the change of colors. Oh, you can drive up to the mountains and you can see certain trees change colors, but you don't get the red color. You know what I'm talking about. Those bright red colors and all of those things like, like you see there. And so we, we were just enjoying it. My, it. It got a little windy and my wife was wondering if whether the color was worth the cold and she's become a true Arizonan. And so, but we, we got a chance to see those colors but one of the things about those colors is, you, you know, with every one of those leaves, it was green, and then it turns, you know, whatever, yellow or red or whatever, and eventually it's going to be brown. So, so the brightness and the beauty is just a step on the way to ugly, right? I mean, it's, it's just a step on the way. We are, yes, we're all alive, and, and we're, we're rejoicing in life, but we can't forget that as we rejoice in life, we're also dying. In fact, the idea of dying and living are, are really the same concept. Anyone who is living is also dying. But for some people, it's more present. It's more immediate. And so what you had here with Jesus as he deals with the ten lepers. Now, I, I want you to understand the need and what was going on with regard to these lepers. Jesus is traveling. He's traveling from the, the northern part of Israel back down to the south. And as he's, he's in the area around Samaria and Galilee. So he's in that area that is right on the border between Samaria, which were the people that had no dealings with the Jews, like the woman at the well we talked about not long ago. So he's dealing with those, there's the Samaritans, but then there are also the Galileans. And, and he's traveling in this area, there are 10 lepers. Now, you say, why 10? I have no idea. The Bible doesn't tell us 10, or doesn't tell us that there is a significance to the 10, except for maybe the fact that, you know, we can do, you know, the children's song could be 10. Uh, you know, as we talked later on. There's no particular significance to the number except that there were 10. Now, it is, it is something to take a look at the need and the condition. I thought about post, you know, putting up above us some pictures of leprosy. But I thought better of it this morning. Because it is one of the most grotesquely disfiguring diseases you can imagine. Now, you have to understand, not all of people in the Bible that were said to have leprosy had leprosy as it is defined today. In fact, if you go back to the Old Testament, 
you'll find it was everybody with a skin condition of some sort had to go to the priest. And then they'd be isolated for that skin condition so that they could find out. And I, I imagine that there was everything from various forms of eczema to leprosy to skin cancer to all kinds of things that went under this, this particular category. But we're talking about people who had, for the most part, now there are times that it might naturally run its course. If someone was young enough and strong enough and didn't get the disease bad enough, they, it might actually run its course and they might go all the way through it. But for most people in ancient times, if they got it at a particular age and, and with the, the short lifespan that it was, because it is not uncommon for, for leprosy, at, at least Hansen's disease, what it's what it's called today, um, to, to run 20 or 30 years. And if many folks didn't have that long to live anyway, and then their lifespan would be shortened because of, because of the damage that the disease itself would do to their bodies. And so it, most of the time it was, a, it was a death sentence in ancient times. But it wasn't a death sentence in the sense that, that all of us have a death sentence. It was a miserable, isolated, discouraging, painful humiliating death sentence. After all, uh, there, there were skin lesions, and with the skin lesions were with sensory loss. And of course, that happens with this particular disease. As, as you begin to have sensory loss, and there's infections and injuries and things that cause continuing damage uh, to the extremities of the body, and, and whole appendages fall out, fall off, and lips and eyes, or eyelids, and you know, it just... I, I don't want to go into too much, but you get it. And so you have these skin lesions and injury loss, and then, of course, with that is injury and affection, infection and the grotesque marring of the body, which is one of the reasons, I think, why in Scripture we see this, this particular disease associated with the condition of sin. Because if you go back with me to Isaiah chapter 1, just turn back with me to Isaiah chapter 1. As God is describing through the prophet Isaiah the sinful condition of the people, He describes the sinful condition of the children of Israel. And Isaiah chapter 1 verse 6 is this, From the sole of the foot even to the head there's no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment. Your country is desolate, your cities are burned with fire, your land strangers devoured in your midst. Now, as he describes it, he describes it as this diseased body, and you can see if somebody is looking at this description of the effect of sin on the soul, described in a very visual way, they're thinking to themselves of something that they saw fairly often in their own land, and that was the effect of a disease like leprosy on the body. Dr. Shaw will be back with more on how God's Word compares our sinful condition with the disease of leprosy. Stay tuned. You're listening to Dare to Stand with Dr. Kevin Shaw as we continue a study on the subject of worship and a message today called Jesus on Gratitude. Dare to Stand is a radio outreach of Northwest Valley Baptist Church, and you can link to the church at daretostand.org. Now, here's Dr. Shaw to talk a little about an addiction recovery ministry going on at his church called Freedom That Lasts. Hello, this is Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You cannot change what you do until you let God change who you are. 
Freedom That Lasts is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addictions. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. If you would like to know more information about this important ministry, give us a call at 623-581-3115 or visit our website at daretostand.org. Go to the homepage and click the Discipleship Connections button. Thank you, Dr. Shaw, and please contact Northwest Valley Baptist Church if you or a loved one would like more details about the addiction recovery ministry called Freedom That Lasts. And now, let's get back to our study as Dr. Shaw describes the terrible disease of leprosy. Leprosy is not a beautiful thing, and neither is sin. It's destructive. It's destructive to the soul as a sin like leprosy is to, to the body. We go back to Luke chapter 17. I, I just, I, I don't know if you've seen them. They used to do these pictures for young people, the height of meth ap- epidemics. And they would show the, the pictures of somebody that had gotten addicted to methamphetamine. And I, I don't know, you've, you've probably seen them, the picture before and then the middle and then after, and you see a person age 50 years in a matter of two or three. Now, I want to remind us, I want to remind you, and I say us because it's me too, of where we were. You look at this, you look at the pictures of someone with, with leprosy, and you're reminded of, that was me before Jesus saved me. Now, I admit, there are some of you, I'm one of those, that you got saved at a young age. And so the disease wasn't as far advanced at the moment. So it not, might not have been disfiguring as disfiguring at the moment, but that's where it was going. That's where it would be. One of the reasons I think that we lack gratitude for our salvation is that we fail to see the depth of our sin. And it's like me not being able to put the pictures up here. It's because it's too hard for us to look upon. You just just can't dwell with it, dwell um, on it. The story told of a famous, fairly famous Christian leader had always wanted, had been traveling abroad and always wanted to go minister in in a leper colony just wanted to go and show the love of God in a situation because there are still leper colonies in the world in various places in the world. So this person found themselves in a country in which there was a leper colony, made the plans to go to, to, go to visit and went, walked right up to the gate and had to turn around and leave just because... She couldn't take the smell. We have to remember that that's where we were. I, it's, it's not just that. The condition has consequences. See, it's not just the condition that we're in. It's not the condition that these are in. Now, it's, it's a really fascinating thing that, because this, Leviticus chapter 13, verses 45 and 46, Leviticus chapter um, 13, verse 45 and 46 talks about this because one of the things that God understood and one of the things that people understood was that there was a certain level of communicability to the diseases 
that we're talking about here. Now, we understand that leprosy today is not, I mean, it's still communicable, but not as significantly as people thought in the past, but other diseases were. And in Leviticus chapter 13, verse 45 and 46, you not only have the problem of the disease, but also the, sin, the picture of sin here. And it says in verse 45 and 46, and the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and he shall cry, unclean, unclean, all the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled, he is unclean, he shall dwell alone, without the camp shall his, head, shall his habitation be. I imagine what it would have been like, imagine with me what it would have been like, for someone to wake up one day, they didn't have the mirrors that we have today. Maybe, you know, it's a husband or wife notices, hey, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a little something on your neck there. Could it possibly be? I, I, I don't know. Then probably there was a stage of denial, wanting to ignore it and hope it goes away. But inevitably, as the, the sore grows, they know that there's going to be that long walk to visit the priest. Because the priest is the one that made the, exam, the examination and determined whether this was a, a skin condition that would have put them outside of the camp. And so, I, you know, I'm, I'm a grandfather. One of the things I most love in the world is to see one of those little ones running toward you yelling, Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa. And, you know, pick them up and that, you know, when they take their head and they put it down, you know, can it kind of become part of you, you know? And to think as you're walking toward the priest, I may never be able to do that again. I may never go into my home again. In fact, the closest I may get to my family is shouting distance. Because, see, what happens is this condition banned a person from the camp, from family, from friends, from all of their loved ones. In Isaiah chapter 6, in the year that King Uzziah died, one of the things that, is understand, that is, we don't often know about King Uzziah that died is that he died of leprosy. And though he was king, he died all by himself in a, in a section of the palace, of a, in a palace that was all separate just for him because he had to be separated from his family. See, that's what sin does, doesn't it? Sin separates us from people. And then he has to cry. They, they would gather together. And they, they would have to cry, unclean. Somebody's walking down the road, unclean, unclean, so that they would know who you were, even at a distance. And so she, you would have to shout out so that everybody knew your miserable condition. Banned from the camp, from family, friends, loved ones, must cry, unclean. In fact, these ten lepers, as Jesus is passing through, come and stand at a distance, and as they, they can't come up to him and have a conversation with him, they have to stand at a distance away from him and shout at the top of their lungs for mercy. That's what sin does. It separates us from Christ. Now, one of the things that sin does also is it sometimes separates us from but unto you have 10 that are together. Because one of the things that the lepers could do is that they could congregate among themselves so you could be with other people that were like you. 
And that's why you have ten lepers together here. In fact, sometimes it's the sinfulness of us that breaks down barriers between us. After all, you have in this group at least one, probably more, but at least one Samaritan among the Jews. So you have these people that normally don't have any dealings with one another, but because they hold one particular thing in common, they are unclean and they are separated from their family. They're separated from everything else. They're separated unto themselves, but unto themselves from Jesus. God's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. His ear is not hard and not heavy that it cannot hear, but our iniquities, our sin, have separated between us and God so that He will not hear us. Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2. And so we have been separated from Jesus. And so they come with the request. And as he entered into a certain place, village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and they said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Stay tuned. Dr. Shaw will be back with a profound closing point to make about what we truly deserve from God. You're listening to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry outreach of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona, where our teacher, Dr. Kevin Shaw, serves as senior pastor. Northwest Valley Baptist Church is located at 4030 West Yorkshire Drive in Glendale. That's just south of the 101 at 40th Avenue. Come visit our new worship center. Sunday worship service is at 930 a.m., Adult Bible studies and Sunday school for all ages are at 11 a.m., and Sunday evening service is at 6 p.m. Child care is provided for all services. Wednesday evening activities include prayer meetings, children's and teens programs. Northwest Valley Baptist Church also offers a quality traditional Christian education for your children, grades K-12, through at Arrowhead Christian Academy, located right on the church property at 40th Avenue and Yorkshire Drive. For more details about the church, kids' programs, this radio broadcast, or to register your kids for Arrowhead Christian Academy, please visit www.daretostand.org or call 623-581-3115. Dare to Stand is a listener-supported radio ministry. We encourage you to consider supporting Dr. Shaw with a tax-deductible donation of any amount on our secure website. We would love to give you a free CD of Dr. Shaw's teaching and minister to you personally in any way we can. So please call Northwest Valley Baptist Church today, 623 581 3115 or visit us this Sunday for worship at 9:30 a.m. or 6 p.m. and you can hear Dare to Stand Sundays at 9 a.m. on this same radio station. I'm Celeste Montague. Join us again next time as we continue our study on the subject of worship and we'll hear part 2 of this lesson called Jesus on Gratitude. Now, here's Dr. Shaw with a closing point to make about what we deserve. From God, as we close out our program today on Dare to Stand. Do you understand this? I, I, this is really important for us to understand. God doesn't owe us anything. 
you, this, is, this is one of the concerns that people have. Well, I, you know, there are people that die and go to hell. That's what we deserve. We don't deserve heaven. We don't, exer- we don't deserve uh, existence. We don't deserve anything. And people get upset. Uh, you have this angry, unkind, vengeful, terrible God. Well, then you just don't understand who we are. <laughs> 